Hey guys, this is Justin. Just a quick message before you listen to this episode. Now, due to some technical issues, this is actually last week's episode. I'm just late releasing, so don't expect any talk of the first Mando episode. We will be recording and live streaming that tonight over at Corey's channel, Corey's Datapad, and because I think you guys are going to want to hear our discussion, I'm also going to push the podcast episode live on Friday. So sorry for the delay on this one. Thank you guys for your patience. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the coolest podcast podcast around TapCap transmissions. I am Corey, joined as always by Mr. Justin Eckhart's ladder. How are you doing this week, Justin? I'm doing quite well. Uh, happy to, I was away for uh, not quite a week, but I'm happy to be back. Happy to be back talking the Bad Batch. Um, yeah. How about you? I'm doing good. How, how long have we been uh, away? Was it two weeks or three weeks since we've done our last episode? Is it the first episode mm. of February? I thought we did one before I left, but maybe not. I'm gonna we're I'm just... gonna look that up while we're yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it was a fun trip. I did some Star Wars stuff. We were in uh, Orlando, uh, so we did go to Disney World. Uh, I'd only I had never been to well, as a kid. I went to Universal or not Universal MGM. Universal, which, okay. yeah, MGM, which is actually a part of Disney World now. At least it's called Disney World Hollywood Studios. Uh, but that's the one that has, uh, what's it called? The Star Wars simulator, um, Star Tours, Star which Tours? is really, co- which is really cool. There's so many unique ships in that that you don't see anywhere else. Yeah, right. Uh, and the cool thing about Star Tours is I don't know how. So there's you do it in I think three sections, um, and each section has like ten different options. So like when I did, I got or maybe there's two sections. I got Exegol. Uh, that was like this the, the last part, and then was it crate or or no? It was Jakku flying the the superstar destroyer on Jakku. Uh, so I got those two in August. My son he loved it, and the cool thing was uh, we bought the fast pass, which you honestly have to if you go to Disney. Um, and because we had Imogen with us, they gave us basically a thing where. It was like, I forget what they called it. It was like a helper pass. So what we did is I went on it with August and my wife got to go on it with August. So he got to ride twice in a row, uh, <laughs> which which he uh, he really enjoyed. Um, so that was cool. I forget what he got the second time. I think he said, he, I think he got crate and I don't know what the other one was. But then on the, on the second day of Disney, we went to um, the, I don't know. Yeah, so that Disney also has uh, Galaxy's Edge, because yeah. um, it's kind of different. I, I'd only ever been to the Anaheim one, the uh, the uh, the California one, which is Disneyland, where they're all in kind of one park. But in Disney World in Orlando, there's four different parks. So we 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 went to Galaxy's Edge. He got a big kick out of that. He met Chewbacca. He I got a picture of him just like he he, had, he was really nervous around Ray. Like Ray tried to hold his hand and like take him like. You know, they're they're really great with kids there. He was too nervous, but then he saw Chewbacca and he gave him like the biggest hug ever. <laughs> uh, and the stormtroopers kind of he thought they were really cool. But we tried to do Rise of the Resistance, which I had never been to before. Um, I'd been to Galaxy's Edge three times. I was there right when it opened one other time. And now this time, uh, this was the first time Rise of the Resistance was open. But like to go to the ride, you have to buy a special fast pass. And when I tried to do that, it was like, yeah, our first available showing is at nine o'clock in the evening. And it was like 
9 a.m. So it's crazy popular. Yeah, I've I've heard it's really cool. We did do um, we did do the. I forget what it's called, Flight of the Falcon or the whatever the Millennium Falcon ride is called. Smugglers which is, Run? Smugglers Run. Yeah, Smugglers Run. Um, and it was cool. I will say, though, so you go in in groups of six, and it was me and August, my son. Kelsey can't ride it because she's pregnant. Um, and then there, we, we had, so we had four randos. Are you randos supposed to say that yet? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. Uh, and then we had four randos. And... August and I were kind of you like it's not really a, once you get into the section it's not really an actual line, but it was me and him, um, and then these the four randos and when the gate opened they just like pushed right by us, knowing that the first four people in get the best rides in the Falcon I'm assuming. So August on his first time uh, in gets to the worst job, especially for a kid. He's just pressing buttons which so he couldn't actually reach. The, what general ages were the four people that pushed past two kids? Well, it was only me and him, so it was only one okay. kid. But uh, I mean, so there still. Were, yeah, there was like an 18-year-old, uh, like, and then the rest were like older adults. So they pushed right by us. Um, yeah, so August, like, we got... So there's two gunnery stations, two engineering stations, and two control stations. The control stations are obviously the coolest. But the guns are still pretty cool, too, because you actually, like, impact the ride. Yeah. Um, the engineering one, not so much. Plus, he, he literally couldn't reach it because it's on the wall. Um, so I was just like, I was shocked and they had just written, they, they made a comment, but just writing it too. And I was like, are you like, you're not going to let this fucking kid like have a chance. Like if it were me where I'd written it before, wrote it before I would have let him sit in the, the top seat and sat in the very back myself because you know, I, I, I don't get Disney adults and that really left a, a sour taste in my mouth. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's um, shitty. And of course you stayed at the, uh, at the star Wars hotel the whole time, right? I did not stay at the Star Wars <laughs> Hotel the whole time. I stayed in uh, the middle of International Drive in Orlando, right across from a theme park where a kid got killed last year. <laughs> well, not really nice. a theme park. It's like a giant, uh, like a slingshot. I only ever went to Disney. I went to Disney in Orlando when I was a kid, like mm-hmm. 1997 or 1998. So I was only five or six. Mm-hmm. So it... There wasn't any Star Wars stuff that I knew of at that point yet, but I didn't I didn't like much yet. I was five or six and there was uh, a hurricane that went through while we were there. So Mm -hmm. one of the only things I remember from that trip is like sitting in the corner of our hotel room with my family. And we had like uh, a garbage pail that was too close to the patio door. So Mm -hmm. they sent me over to get it for some reason. I don't know what the logic was of like I was the smallest so I, I don't know if they thought I would like cause the least damage if I got blown around the yeah. room. Yeah. But I don't know. That's uh, that was my highlight. Other than being terrified, I'd be killed by Cruella Deville because we went on Halloween and I was dressed as a Dalmatian. But yeah, you don't want you don't want to get skinned for sure. Yeah. So that I don't have any cool Star Wars stories, but maybe someday. The uh, MGM, well, it's it's called uh, now it's called Hollywood Studios has like a giant uh, ATAT that's pretty cool. Nice. Like right outside Star Tours. It used to shoot water at you, I believe. And now I don't think it does anything. Um, but yeah. Well, this week's topic is going to be the Bad Batch. So we're going to be talking primarily about the crossing and retrieval arc on whatever that planet is. Uh, but since we haven't really talked about uh, 
the mid-season stuff either, which was all the clone conspiracy stuff. I think we'll probably touch mm. on that a fair bit. But uh, now that we are uh, 10 episodes out of 18, and I did get some flack for not being precise with my... I saw that. With my language about where exactly we are in the season before, uh, what are what are your thoughts on the Bad Batch uh, in the in the second third, let's say? Yeah. So first, did you find out how many episodes we missed, by the way, or how many weeks away we were? Oh, uh, it's only been two weeks, and we okay. talked about Jai Prince at that week, and then week before was uh, was the Bad Batch. So we talked about uh, Faster, and I think we also talked about Entombed in that one. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so I don't think we've talked about uh, the Kashyyyk episode, the mid-season stuff, or these last two. Right. Yes, yeah, so we got quite a bit to talk about. Um. Yeah, I liked. I've really been enjoying the show. Probably. Well, I, I, I'm I'm saying I think I'm going to. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy it more than season one, but I'm kind of assuming that the season ends off strongly, like. I've heard episode 12 is the big one that I keep hearing thrown around. Um, and have you watched all the way to the end yet? Like, do you have any general impressions you can give without any spoilers? Like right. for me, I, I feel like I'm going to like the season more than the last one. And I'm really enjoying it right now. I am like this most recent episode. I didn't really get much out of, I will say uh, like, I remember I was like going to, going to get breakfast. Like, out in the kitchen and i was like should i pause this and i was like that's oh, probably fine <laughs> yeah so i i have watched up through episode 14 and it was uh it was i was basically stopping every episode to write clips about each one so yeah. for anyone who's worried about watching my videos anything that i've released on the bad batch uh commenting on the episodes has been written as of seeing just whatever the latest episode was so you don't you don't need to worry about that uh mm -hmm. but uh the rest of the season i think is really good there are some episodes that i think are better than the crosshair one and the mid-season ones oh, which good. i think have been generally regarded as the best three like i i'm not sure how people have felt about the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences compared to solitary clone i don't know if they've like nudged them out of the top spot but uh yeah i, I do think the season continually picks up from here and again haven't seen the final two episodes none of us have been able to watch episode 15 and 16 but mm. there are a lot of good ones coming good good is there one that really stands out to you without spoilers is is, is episode 12 the big one that i keep hearing is that one that's a standout uh so if that's the one i'm thinking of i'm gonna bring up the so i don't remember the episode list as much but yeah, so episode 12, I think, is like the crosshair stuff that everyone was excited mm -hmm. about beforehand. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so. So what about you? Are you? Yeah, episode 12 is really good. Uh, episode 11, 12, 13 and 14, I think, are all pretty good. Okay, 12, good. Is, 12 is the best one, I think. Because we just had 10, right? Yeah. Um, so what do you think? Do you think you're going to rate it higher than season one? Definitely. Yeah. Just seeing like just up to 14. I think uh, this the next four episodes are definitely some of the best we've seen from the show. But mm -hmm. uh, 
So for those who don't know what we're talking, what we're talking like up to fourteen, we got screeners of the show, yeah. uh, but only the first fourteen episodes, which is actually kind of interesting. Like the fact that they didn't include the whole uh, the whole thing is is interesting to me. It kind of indicates that you know the Did last they do two that episodes, last season. They not have the. I finale? don't think we got screeners for anything last season. We might have actually gotten the first two episodes or something. Yeah, I don't I think we got. got something, but yeah. yeah, we didn't get very much. Um, even with Andor, I think didn't like. We we were we'd get them week by week. Then 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 didn't they give us like the last three episodes at once or something? I thought I think we got uh, the arcs in packages, didn't we? Because we got episode yeah. one, two, and three at the same time. I remember. And then mm-hmm. I don't. I think we got the finale alone. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I gotta say, I saw the other day that uh, the the Mandalorian timestamp for episode one was going around and I got really excited. I thought for sure I was going to open up Disney debut and they would be on there, but no. Yeah. I've been thinking about that all day. Like, should I check now? Should I check now? Should I check now? Yeah. I just I don't think we're in. getting anything. They don't need to. That's the thing. Yeah. Like with, with the Mandalorian, it's like, it's one of the biggest shows. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got us by the nuts. Like they don't care. But what did you think about? Uh, I guess the the big thing to talk about with uh, with truth and consequences has been Echo uh, taking a step back to spend more time with his family uh, after all of his controversies came forward. So, what did you think about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, classic. He'll he'll get like a Netflix special called "Cancelled in Five Years," and no, I I, I it was okay. Um, I liked what came after. Sorry, my phone was apparently on loud. I liked what came afterward, um, like in the next episode, where Omega is obviously upset about it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Um, we get our, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I feel like it wasn't quite earned because they didn't give the character enough time. It wasn't awful or anything, um, but I would have liked, you know, kind of a bit more focus on Echo. Like he was kind of like the, like if it had been record leaving, I think that would have been more impactful because he's a character who's gotten a lot more screen time. Um, but I still liked it though. Yeah, I would have liked more Echo leading up to it, but we did get enough uh, sprinkled throughout the season, at least between the first episode and the uh, the Kashyyyk episode about how he was kind of not thrilled about how little they were doing. Uh, or I did like he that felt too. like he could have been doing more elsewhere. So, yeah. yeah, I do wish we got a bit more in the meantime with that. But we did see uh, it was a little bit of addition by subtraction with him, where yeah. right afterwards we kind of see by implication what his role was in the group and how it impacted everyone. Like the conversation mm-hmm. with Tech and Omega was really good. And I think uh, Neurodivergent King. <laughs> but the. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you could have the dynamic work very well. If like, I get where you're coming from with the character development standpoint of like record. We know enough about, he can kind of fuck off and have that impact where Mm -hmm. you get to see a tech and record fight now, which Mm -hmm. is the best part of the show really. So I thought uh, tech has really been uh, a good character. Like I, I, I've really liked, he's taken a bit more of taken a bit more time recently, which I've enjoyed. Um, Like I've, I've, think he's been a fun character uh recently yeah it's definitely been a lot more of tech this season uh overall like this has definitely been tech season yeah probably a bit at the expense of hunter who really we haven't seen all that much of he hasn't done too much 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, now that I think about it, he's kind of just, but I mean, th- like that's kind of the struggle. And yeah. I, I, that's why I think echo splitting up kind of makes sense. Uh, cause we could even get echo episodes at some point. Um, like, like we could have echo and I don't know if he's still going to be with Rex or wherever, but yeah, like, like that was my thinking mm-hmm. coming out of that as well. Where like, mm-hmm. Crosshair, I don't think anyone feels is underdeveloped because no. like when we do get him, <clears throat> we basically get even if it's only been like one or two over the course of the whole show, we have had like that solid 24, 25 minutes of Crosshair. And that's something mm-hmm. that like Echo hadn't really had split over the entire show. Like he's lucky to get a line in an episode in the background. And yeah, so like my hope was that maybe we'd get uh, a an echo focused episode thing like show what the group is like without him and then if you get an echo episode at some point in the season then that is more than enough to make up for him not being in the day-to-day of their lives mm-hmm. yep well said any other thoughts on that episode before we continue on the, the clone conspiracy related stuff I think didn't we cover most of that? Or I guess I guess we didn't. Um, yeah, that episode. What else? Kind of any other thoughts about that? I I thought that was a good episode overall. Yeah, uh, like I thought those were both really good. I I have been starting to. Did worry we talk about, about the first one. We haven't talked about uh, like on the podcast. We haven't done anything with. I don't think we talked about the the Wookie one, the or those two. So oh, okay. There's okay. any? I I don't know how. Uh, how deep we need to go into them unless there's like specific stuff you want to talk about. Cause I think no. like the one thing to really focus on is whether or not Rio Chuchi is now dead. Uh, I don't think so. I don't mean like immediately after that, but like in, in like episode four time period, is she just gone? Does she not get oh. on board with the rebellion? Is like, is this just her one cause? Yeah, and she, then she's... she kind of felt like she wasn't getting the hint a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, in the She's same way a- that Bale wasn't in Mon Mothma wasn't early on either. Yeah, but like, yeah, that, that that's true. I feel like Bale got the hint kind of early. Like, I don't know. But um, I really, I loved Palpatine in, the, in this episode. He yeah. was so great. Uh, it was, well, I think one of my favorite uses of Palpatine in a while where like I, I I like I laughed out loud when because it was like it was one of those things where the whole time you're like okay they they're actually going to get a, a a decent win against the against the the n- newly formed empire here because those who missed the episode or don't remember uh, the big thing is basically they want to expose Admiral Rampart for destroying Camino um, and kind of the the subterfuge that's been going on in 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 funding the new army and then palpatine comes on and he's like he he uses the information that they leaked and he's like this is evidence that the clones are fucked yeah (laughs) it's just like it was hilarious it was so good it was like so palpatine he's just like using he uses the uh what would have been a bad situation to his advantage so smart i love that i really i love that as well because it's like we're 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 seeing palpatine do what got him into power like we're still seeing the empire be really powerful but we're still we're like seeing that it's in that transition period where Palpatine does need to make this appearance in the Senate to turn yeah. it to his advantage. Like it's not just everyone going along with what he wants regardless, yep. which you kind of get to later on. But we get to see him in his yeah. element. Yeah, he's still at the point where like it's not like in episode four or five 
where like he's like un- untouchable like he could still be toppled if the senate really got their shit together it's just yeah. he's so powerful that you know and so charismatic and influential and I, I just really enjoyed the scene where he like came up like it was a very good oh shit moment um and yeah it was it was i was i was actually expecting them to get sam Whitwer for it but i know uh, i think i think it was ian yeah yeah I like how they use the the senators they did to argue against the clones as well. Like mm-hmm. it's the the former separatist group representatives yep. that are going for more of the like probably thinking that if they get this new defense recruitment act, it'd be people coming from all over the galaxy. So like in principle, you think like, oh, this is probably better for some of the planets if it's not just like clones that were made entirely for doing Palpatine's mm. bidding. But in reality, you just end up with the. I gotta say, I was I was a little surprised. The uh, the is that the first time we've seen like the separatists back in the Senate? No, they. It's kind of weird in canon, especially because like the actual groups didn't. They were always there. Like it wasn't the Trade Federation that was fighting in the Clone Wars. Yeah, because I guess they are there. Yeah, they're in Episode Two, even aren't they? They're in the in the Clone Wars as well, and there's the whole thing of like, oh, you can't say this is the Trade Federation, even though they're like clearly funding everything. I think it was yeah. the Trade Federation where it was like the arc about the fact that like, no, they're in the Senate, but they're allegedly loyal, but they're still funding everything the separatists are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these new senators, I think, were like new installations. I don't think they were from the Clone Wars because it was oh, yeah. the Mo- Commerce Guild senator got- as well as the banking clan. Right. So was that that that. Uh, Commerce Guild. That's sh- I'm looking Shumai, right? No, is that Shumai's head gets? She's cut the off one killed, Anakin. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, I was gonna say they were all on, on uh, Mustafar. I thought. Um, yeah. Just she 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 was cloned. There's like there's the Senate representatives, but there's also the leaders of the actual organization, like planetary governors yeah, versus right uh, senators. So like Newt Gunray was leading the Trade Federation, but he wasn't the he wasn't the senator in the Senate at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Senate representation I, in Star Wars is a fucking mess. So it, you can't, you can only get so yeah. deep into it, but yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy scenes like that. Uh, cause it connects it to the clone wars, obviously. And the Senate just looks so good. I'm just rewatching some of the scenes now, like the lighting, the, like the little scrolling details on their data pads and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I do find it funny how like, very clearly, they've got some alien models that are like super high quality. Like Pantoran's everywhere in the show. Yeah, uh, Ishi Tib everywhere. The um, Ishi Tib banking clan senator, rather than yeah, Martin. yeah, exactly. Uh, I will say the uh, the the uh, uh, Cami Noen, uh She was in the Clone Wars as well. I forget her name. She the, she's so creepy. Like I, I wish we had gotten or yeah. Tony, sorry, not yeah. Uh, how I wish we had gotten. Um, and I hope we do someday get a a look at the Cami Noans with better like uh, effects because they're such a creepy species. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gave off really creepy vibes in the scene, scenes that she was in. I thought, um, but yeah. And, and obviously we got the uh, what's what's the name of the Terra Senator from Rogue One again? Um, uh, fuck, I did a video on her. <laughs> Can't remember. Uh, Nye something. Tynra Pomlo? Yeah. Tynra Pomlo? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like her. Has I, I, she popped up anywhere else yet? I don't. I don't. I think, think she's just been Rogue so. One. Just a couple of Bad Batch episodes, I guess. Truth and Consequences and 
Yeah, she's just in the yeah, yeah, she's in the background and then she says one thing here, but yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, that was a, that was probably my favorite episode of the season so far, I would say. I, and I, I also I love Halle Bertoni showing up as well because it's the funniest Star Wars name. Just objective. Yeah. Yeah. It is. George clearly did not give a fuck about like barely hiding it with Nuke Gunray anymore. <laughs> he just fucking went for it. Um it's like if you just named Palpatine Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> would have resp- I would have respected it. Dickie Cheney. <laughs> Yeah, like Dick. It, it, no, it'd be, it'd be Dixtus. It'd be like <laughs> it'd be like Dick Dixtus Chen or something. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good Star Wars name. Then when Mace Windu walks into the office to arrest him, he just shoots him in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> Hunting rifle. Yeah, <laughs> it was an accident. Um, I still remember hearing that. I I remember for some reason hearing that on the news when that happened. Is that my yeah. grandmother says? I don't know why. I think it's just. I think it was because they. Where were you when Dick Cheney shot his friend in the face? Yes. Where were you when Dick Cheney shot a guy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I remember it, but I I, I do. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next episode was was pretty much a continuation. Uh, well, I mean, but I mean the the Palpatine stuff I was talking about happened in episode eight, not episode seven. I really enjoyed them uh, going into the vendor. I thought that was a cool scene. Nice to see kind of more of Coruscant. Uh, I like I liked Rampart's office as well. He is kind of in a he was kind of in that area they go to, and it looked like that area in Episode Three when they when they're launching the Venator, uh, when Anakin and Obi Wan say goodbye to each other. It kind of reminded me of that area. Yeah, the well they they reused a lot of locations for for this because it was like they they went to. Uh, there's a lot of like the hallways from the Clone Wars, but there's also yep. the uh, the bar. Yeah, the bar and uh, what are their names? The Martez sisters workshop where they're yeah. all gathering. I forgot about that. Yeah, just a just a little wink and a nod there. They're out of town, so we can use it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you want to just move on to to the Ixium jobs? What are you thinking the, the, the follow-up uh, from this will be with Sid? Now that they've got their ship back, Gonky is going to rule the galaxy. We'll get to that in a minute. But Well, I assume that uh, Sid's going to see the error of her ways and start a workers' co-op, right? If she gets uh, live footage of what's going on where Mako gets thrown off the, the bridge. Oh, the only thing I could think about was how kind of funny this was for a... a a Disney episode, like for a Disney product to be like this pro, like cooperatively owned yeah. industry thing. Well, <laughs> like, so I got a bit of flack. At, so I, I did a video when the season started about how some of the political themes are similar to, uh, to Andor where mm-hmm. I don't think it goes as far as Andor, obviously. And like, it's a kid's show as well. But if you look at how like star Wars has done political themes, over the last 40 years, it's kind of changed more recently into kind of focusing on uh, individual actions rather than being like, oh, Luke Skywalker is going to come in and save us all. So Mm -hmm. especially in Andor in here, you have like, sure, the Bad Batch is kind of able to uh, be the catalyst for it, but it's ultimately all the workers coming together that causes the actual change. And you see a bit of that even with the sequel trilogy 
where mm-hmm. the fleet that comes in Rise of Skywalker is just a bunch of individuals. Like it didn't get too deep into that, but like it, it you can kind of see a transition in how they uh how political culture at the time was looking at things. Yeah, no, I agree. Um I think there's also a there's the obvious connection too between this episode specifically with the uh you know the workers and the this the the working situation in Andor um where like I got a video coming out on that tonight where you know it's like why not use droids instead of people? It's like well there's both practical and philosophical reasons for both. Um where you know you when you kind of like enslave someone like this you're taking away an enemy you're taking away competition and i mean you know there's there's a lot to say about, about like the labor exploitation that I, I yeah i definitely agree when i saw a lot of connections between this and andor and i don't think you have to look too yeah too uh closely either yeah uh but so you you think that Sid is going to take this as a as an opportunity to uh, to turn her smuggling operation or whatever the hell she does into do a nice worker co op and she's going to give each of the bad batch a profit share? Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on with Sid. Like, I feel like this might be the obvious answer. I do think she is going to end up making the the right decision, like a good decision um against her like against what what's gonna seem as against her nature like she's gonna end up doing the the right thing even though it's not purely profit or she'll help the bad batch get away or something but i don't really know it's a it's a weird cookie so my thoughts coming out of the episode were that this was gonna be like sid just completely fucked up by not sending help it was like Mm -hmm. she hangs up on them and then uh they get off the planet without her help like they get the ship mm-hmm. back they haven't well we saw them take off but uh so they 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 basically get off the planet without her help so i was I thinking really... that would be kind of it for her yeah because i don't know i i don't understand why they need sit anymore like for a while, she was holding the whole, like, I'll tell the Empire about you over their heads. But, like, the Empire's had multiple run-ins with them now. So, just just go to your own thing. You don't, you can find money in other ways, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, like, I don't think they need Sid anymore, personally. Yeah. Uh, what else to talk about from the episode? Um... I was I was kind of wondering the whole time if Mako was named after Mako from Legend of Korra just because of Dave Filoni's involvement. And I think he was involved in Korra and obviously here as well. But yeah, I've never I never watched. I still haven't watched Korra. I really enjoyed Avatar, but I haven't watched Korra yet. Season three of Legend of Korra is my favorite Avatar season or book, whatever you want to call them. You know what I've been watching? Um the cyberpunk show on Netflix. It's called uh, Edge Runners. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that yet. It's okay. I'm never into cyberpunk the game. Like I know you were excited when it was coming out, and then felt yeah, that a lot of people I, did. But yeah, yeah, which it, I I was I really enjoy the cyberpunk genre. Um, and I know we're getting off topic, but we don't got that much more to talk about. Um, I really enjoyed the cyberpunk genre. I reread Neuromancer. 
by William Gibson before the before the the game came out and you know rewatched Ghost in the Shell and all those things and then the game came out and was just kind of garbage but the show's the show's all right I was it's not as high it's not like a it's not as good as like a Ghost in the Shell or anything like that but it's pretty good very it's by uh, Trigger yeah. uh. Which I like people. I think that was the studio people were kind of most excited for for Vision season one. Which one did they do? I think they did the the, the twins. Okay, yeah. I think, um, which I didn't like, but this show is like it's very stylistic in like a similar way. Um, is it Studio Trigger or just Trigger? Um, but uh, yeah, it's very like uh, very graphic. Lots of like boobs and. Uh, oh, they did the twins and the elder. Okay, the elder was really good. Yeah. Um, There's been a lot yeah. of like video game adaptations coming out. Like Last of Us, I haven't watched yet, but I do. I'm definitely yeah, watching that, that with too. Dana once we're done watching One of Us is Lying. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's the Dragon Age show as well, which I haven't. I've only finished one and a half Dragon Age games, but I'm. I've I always wanted to go back and finish those. But. I feel like maybe it was The Witcher that kind of you know woke people up. I, I know that I know some people have had issues with The Witcher. I I've never played through The Witcher three, but um, uh, like I feel like Witcher season one was pretty well liked, and I feel like that was a kind of a wake up call that you know there's a reason these video games are popular. Yeah, like. It's not just gameplay. Like that's the one thing that the Halo show should have should have learned. There's a reason Halo is really popular, and yeah, gameplay is a big part of it. But there's a reason why so many people are into the story as well. Like, it was because you could have sex with prisoners of war in the game, right? Well, I, that's what I did when I teabagged my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was more accurate to the lore than we thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this, the, you're right. There've been a lot of good video games. It, it's kind of a golden age for... There have been so many bad video game adaptations. Um, obviously, the League of Legends one is like the... So fucking good. Did right you, you end up watching it? I watched like three episodes and I was kind of buzzed, so I'm going to go back and watch it again after I do <laughs> after I do Edge Runners because I, I I always need a show to be watching while I'm like while I'm on, on the bike. Yeah. Uh, so I think once Edge Runners is done, I'll go back and, and that'll be next. I've been thinking I need to go and try to rewatch as much of the Mandalorian as I can before next week. I keep getting thrown off by the fact that it's February. So I, I see know. like, oh, it's only the 23rd. I have so much time left, but then there's it's literally a week. Yeah. But. Uh, oh, speaking of, uh, did you get your hard copy of Battle Scars? I did. It's kind of a small book, eh? Yeah, it's uh, only like 250 pages, 270 something. Pretty short. Yeah. And so the the. Uh, what's it called? The uh, this review embargo dropped, and I saw almost no discussion of the book. Which I've seen a lot. Really, the only thing I've talked yeah. about is like I've seen talked about being talked about is how Marin is is by. Which like who cares? I haven't seen much. Like I've seen a few people who are kind of iffy on it. A few people who loved it. Um, yeah. What, what have you seen? Uh, I haven't seen like any in depth reviews or any like any spoilery stuff because I am trying to avoid it, but. I've read the first two chapters so far, and I've been enjoying that. So okay, I think okay. it's something we should cover like as soon as we reasonably can. When does it release? I think March seventh. Oh well, we could do it. Because um, not next week, but the week after. Yeah, that'd be if it comes out on March seventh. That's a Tuesday. I think talking about it on the ninth isn't. Yep. Is that your 
No. When's your birthday? Uh, sixth. Sixth. Okay. Upside down nine. Yeah. Is yours the f- the mine's the seventeenth? Yeah, seventeenth. Yeah, we gotta yeah, do some play- do... some joint event. Yeah, if we do some battle scars on the ninth, because mm-hmm. we've got we'll probably be talking about Mando next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a safe bet. Yeah, so yeah, I think that works. But they sent me they sent me an audiobook for it as well. I I did get I think I got the audiobook. What I don't get, so for the review copies, I don't want to sound entitled, uh, but the for a lot of the books, they end up sending uh, an ebook first, and then mm-hmm. a few weeks before release, you'll get the uh, the hardcover or like whatever physical copies coming out. Not for all of them, but for most of them, uh, yep. like most of the High Republic stuff, we'd get that way. Battle Scars, we got that way. Shadow yep. of the Sith, that's how we got them. But so the physical copies, they stay around. Like no one comes back from Del Rey to take the book back from you at some point. But mm-hmm. with the ebooks, it's a copy that expires. And I don't understand why it's not just a permanent copy of them, because I'd love to have both. That is my I'm, entitled thing that I want. That's my rank I'm, for the day. I'm guessing it's because they're not fully edited versions. I, I've I've noticed one or it's, two mistakes yeah. um have you ever gotten the uh, you might not have gotten them at this point they used to send out uh early physical copies too no i um, never got one of those oh i'll see if i can go find one i'll be right back but yeah they're kind of interesting right yeah so well i mean i i don't need the extra ebook for that and i mean I, i'm saving money anyways by getting the physical copy but still uh it's the it's my one complaint with the review process. No. Oh, is that the Shadow of the Sith one you have? I got Alphabet Squadron. Oh, Alphabet Squadron. Okay. Yeah, so it's like it looks like a normal book. It's not hardcover. The back is on all, and then inside there's like no graphics or anything. What's this? Um, it's a movie ticket in here. Oh, I got my Star Wars Episode Three movie ticket in there. Oh, nice. As a as a bookmark. Those came out around the same time, right? Yeah, March or May fifth or May nineteenth, two thousand five. Wow, seven dollars for a ticket. Huh. Like the nice thing about having ebooks is we can search them for lore videos. Basically. Yes. Yes. Uh, exactly. That's so much easier to find information when you can search them. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, there have been so many times where I've bought an ebook just because. Yeah. Um, for that one reason, like even if I have a physical copy. Uh, it helps that they're much cheaper, too. But anyways, I have a theory about the Bad Batch that I want to run by you. Okay. You might have heard this already. but Sure. Uh, so they got Gonky back with the ship. There was the line where Hunter was saying, like, oh, he's not just a power droid, a shitty power droid to us. And then Wrecker at the end is, like, hugging him and saying, glad to have you back. But these are clearly just fucking lies, right? Like, they don't they don't care. They didn't even remember he was there until Omega thought of him as a way to track down the Havoc Marauder. If if Gonky was not on that ship, if he was on one end of the planet, Havoc Marauder was on the other, they're going for the ship and then they're leaving, right? They're not going to find Gonky. Yeah, that's the truth. I also found that there was a bit of a juxtaposition there where, like, they want, they're talking about wanting to save Gonki, and 
Well, no, because they did have the opportunity to leave, and and uh, Hunter did say we're not leaving without him. But I mean, maybe he would have. But that's but, uh, the, the, he was close by at that point. I mean, if it was like yeah. two distinct missions, they had to go on to get Gonky on one, Havoc Marauder on the other. They're not using Havoc Marauder to go find Gonky. They're just leaving. I maybe just Omega that, I mean, says like, "Oh, we need to, we need to get Gonky." Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was, but this is not bad. Um. Yeah, I just found it funny how they they were worried about Gonky and they talked about how Gonky was one of the crew and then Hunter just brutally fucking murders another droid. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. These these guys have no reason to like droids. Like it, it it's a prejudice, it's not a good prejudice, but mm-hmm. I can understand where they're coming from. I don't agree with them. It's a vile vile thing for them to do, but they hate Gonki, and this is why Gonki is going to realize that they hate them, that the, he wouldn't have been rescued if it was entirely up to, mm. like, if it was a different circumstance. He is going to turn them into the Empire, and he is going to lead the clone replacement program in Rampart's place. I want to disagree, but I, I can't. Like, I don't see how I could point pick logic or pick holes in your logic there. So, so season yeah. three of the Bad Batch, which I assume we both agree is coming, mm-hmm. is about Bad Batch versus Gonky. For real, though, I do think we are going to get season three of the Bad no, Batch. No, there's, there's no way we don't. I think we might get up to like season five or at least season four, um, because it's just it's it's something like it's it's covering Disney's ass right now in the off season. I think it seems to me the show's getting decent attention as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially I'm really curious to see how much interest the show gets in the last two episodes where presumably something big is going to happen. I'm, I'm curious to see what it'll be like with, uh, <coughs> the f- episode 12 being, I do think probably the best episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately it's going to be dealing with Mando episode two. Yeah. Like that's what I'm looking forward to seeing it. Like what does it hold up when people have like the new shiny Mandalorian stuff? Like, but, uh, mm-hmm. but it's a bit also a bit of an opportunity, I think because they're going to be getting more eyes than ever on the platform. Yeah. So, you know, have, have next up be the bad batch. So I guess it's not too spoilery for me to just say like my feeling watching the rest of the episodes was that we're definitely getting a season three. Well, that's good. Okay. Like I, it doesn't seem like, obviously I don't know how everything wraps up with uh, the final two episodes, but I feel like there's enough that they're setting up that I don't think is going to be paid off in two episodes that I think the intention at the very least is strongly pointing towards season three. Uh, But that being said, we do have confirmation that Jon Favreau has already written Mando season four. Mm. And there's also the potential indications that Ahsoka is going to be more than just one season now after originally being a limited series. Yeah. I've, I've heard that. Uh, yeah. I, I don't see how they make Ahsoka. I mean, I'm saying this having not, having not knowing anything about what Ahsoka yeah. will be like, but yeah, I don't see how they, <clears throat> how they keep that to one season unless, Unless they, it all plays into another big show or another big yeah. limited event. <clears throat> but, yeah, it doesn't make sense, I think, for this build-up to only be towards one season. Um, and, 
I wonder and, if any of that changed with like Rangers and the New Republic not being a thing, whether there yeah. was some like earlier stuff that was going to be Rangers of the New Republic with Ahsoka right. being like the accumulation uh, or a culmination of Mando and Rangers. And now like it's just Mando and Book of Boba Fett. So. so yeah, or even more. vice versa, like it could have been that maybe Ahsoka was to lead into Rangers, like who knows? Um, but, but yeah, I. I it's 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 very interesting. It's it's kind of weird how we know nothing really about what Ahsoka is going to be like. Uh, we do know now it's probably coming out in around this fall, which makes yeah. sense. That's kind of like prime time for for TV and streaming. Um, so that's very exciting. Probably it'll be Mando. Uh, we have Visions, and then that I guess and yeah. Visions on May fourth, and it's going to be the whole thing. And it's probably going to be some downtime before yeah. getting Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka. What's your thoughts on the order of those two, though? Um, well, yeah, I don't know, because Skeleton's Crew is supposed to come out this year. Um, I don't know, actually. I guess one could one could be a December thing. Like, Skeleton Crew could be like a December release, and then it's still technically this year, but it's kind of running into next year. Um, there's also one thing that's kind of interesting and a little scary is there's there's the potential for a writer strike coming yeah. up, um, which could really affect everything. Uh, I don't know how many of you were around watching. I assume a lot of you during the 06, 07 writer strike, but shows either did one of two things. They stopped, they stopped or they fucked up their trajectory because they had really awful seasons. Um, so that's definitely something that they're considering. Um, I know we're like, I've heard John Favreau's like a big, I, I I think he's the president of one of the, the guilds. Um, so I imagine like he'll want to have solidarity with the writer strike. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that means that he would stop production on already written things. I assume so because there's always like rewrites and stuff that happen. So kind of a, kind of a bit of a scary situation. So the other thing that we- happened with the writer strikes back then was that that was a big cause for the rise of a lot of reality TV. So that's when we're going to get the return of Ahmed Best, like uh, whatever that show was where you'd like Jedi Trials or Jedi Temple Challenge or whatever, whatever the Jungle Run follow up was in the Star Wars version. It's going to be a lot of Star Wars reality shows that we're getting Mm -hmm. unscripted, just following Jedi in their daily lives. I honestly think Disney should do some uh, like the Star Wars fandom is so big, like you could do a pretty cool show about, you know. Oh, visiting, you know, like visiting the the houses of the craziest Star Wars fans. Like, oh, this is the guy's, uh, this is the pit where he burns all the Ahsoka uh, and Ray toys. And this is the one where he cuts the eyes out of Brie Larson dolls. And yeah, be fun. I, I, well, you were saying that I got an email about a, a screener. I'm like, oh, is it? <laughs> it's not. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think well, we, we can legally that. say what that is, but it's not. It's not anything Star Wars. But no, um... it's definitely not. <laughs> I haven't. I've never even heard of this thing. <laughs> Neither have I. So it's just a show me? where they're tracking Super Shadow going grocery shopping or something. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, I don't know. I, I think you could do Star Wars should do like Star Wars is probably one of the most interesting fan bases around. Um, even if you exclude all the negative stuff, um, I think, I think, I don't know. They should, they should do some stuff celebrating that. Even if it's just on YouTube, which they have before with, uh, usually just as like segments on the Star Wars show, which I don't know if they still been running, but like the Star Wars show used to be really good. Um, but like during Rebels, especially, they used to always have every Rebels week, they'd have an interview usually with uh, Pablo or somebody. And that was always a lot of good content. I feel like they're still doing it. Maybe. Uh, at least they were a few months ago. I don't know if it's been like a few months on hiatus or something. <laughs> but speaking of celebration, uh, we did also get the news that the next celebration mm. is not going to be until 2025, uh, which I'm a little disappointed by because I was definitely not going to make it for this seat. Uh, for this year's, and I was kind of thinking maybe I'd try for next year's, uh, but there is no next year's, so maybe in 2025 I'll go to... Because I've never done a convention before. I've never done an in-person event for anything other than, uh, I guess, like no, meeting me you and Charlie. So, that... Um, yeah, me neither, actually. I, I tried to do Halcon, but I yeah. I told that story before. Um, the one thing I did is during a... When was it? It was for an ea event or no it was for yeah ea play a few years ago we went uh alex star wars explained and a bunch everyone who was there really we had a meetup a fan meetup at a, a bar called scum and villainy in hollywood which is like it's a star wars theme bar um so if i ever get out to hollywood again i'd like to do that um because it's a fun that's a really it was cool to meet people who know you um and I imagine maybe there'd be haters now because I was a lot more popular back then or like <laughs> not more popular, but I, I feel like I had less people who felt negatively about me. So yeah, it's the, the shine is kind of worn off the more I've gotten to know you. Yeah. Uh, we do have a couple emails unless there's something else you want to talk about with the bad batch before we head into nope. email land. Uh, we got a nope. ton of spam emails between this and the last episode, so I'd like yeah, to Yeah, and I, I figured out why. I, I don't think it's because... At first, I thought we had like a dedicated hater. I'm pretty sure it's because we have our email unprotected on the podcast player. Yeah, and it's also just in the, it's in the description. Yeah. But it's easy enough to delete. I don't care, to be honest. Yeah, I, I had to remove the... I removed it from my phone so i can't see the emails yeah I, I, I never get them directly to my phone i just i only get it in the because mm -hmm. uh, i never had it on my phone because it's i think it's directly connected to your stuff so i never bothered with it oh but okay anywho mm. our first email comes from Jaden, who says long time listener really loved the show i was wondering if either of you've ever heard of nk necrosis a somewhat reincarnated form of grievous from star wars uh, do either of you recommend any ways to read up on some interesting stuff from Galaxies? I was going to say, isn't he the one from Galaxies? Yeah. Uh, wasn't there all, didn't Galaxies also resurrect HK-47? Yeah, there was like the HK stuff. Uh, Jaden also brought up Nihilus's mask showing up. Uh, which I, was that in Galaxies or was that just in the... I think that uh, was in... playing stuff. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't personally read too much into that stuff. Um, like... Ultimately, there's there's usually not a lot there because it's something done for you know the fun of people on the yeah. the Galaxies game. Like Galaxies did have a set of tie-in novels. I've never read them, but I've heard they're very bad. Yeah, like, uh, and very short. 
there's definitely a lot of like interesting little things they did but as far as like places to read about it there's not uh mm -hmm. there's not too much that's built up around it so unfortunately you kind of just got to look at either wikipedia articles yeah uh, try to i think the game is actually still playable but you have to do some you have to go through some like fan-made server stuff to do it uh so it's if you ever want to like you know we don't just have a lot of the times you know sometimes we we just kind of naturally know where things are from but if you ever want to read more about something go to wikipedia and look at the appearances section for a thing and you know, usually you can tell, okay, so if I want to read about this, it appeared in this, these books. And sometimes Wikipedia is not as good as like the actual start, like the actual Wikipedia, but like directly linking sources to, you know, uh, or information to sources, like with footnotes and stuff. But usually the actual sources at the bottom are pretty comprehensive. So yeah. you ever want to read more about something? Wikipedia is, Wikipedia is pretty good. Yep. Just remember to uh turn ad block turn off ad block or turn on yep. ad block turn on ad block all right well thank you Jaden. good luck finding whatever interesting things you can from it it's, it's it is mostly just like trying to yeah look through as many wikipedia articles or playing the game honestly there's not a lot of other like gal if you're thinking of the canon as like a the old hierarchy imagine galaxies is like some dude hanging off the bottom level. That's about, <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. Which is probably how it should be, or else, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Galaxies has lots of uh, Legends characters in it. Like, I think Corn Horn was in it, and like, yeah. Marjade, so, yeah. Uh, our next email for the day is from Joel, who says, considering that the Empire is in a state similar to the Rebellion during the time of the Mandalorian, being scattered, cells operating in secret, do you think they could parallel the early rebellion and even Andor by having Thrawn be the Luthan of the Imperial Remnant? Someone who's linking all the various cells together while perhaps commanding his own personal cell in the Unknown Regions. It seems that the Imperials will become that will become the First Order are doing their own separate things outside of these various cells and Thrawn. Curious to hear your thoughts. I don't think so. I think Thrawn's going to be more of like the divine authority thing where he comes in and people naturally fall behind him where Luthan is like holding everything together with sheer will. And even then he's only, you know, a small part of a uh, small part of the, the rebellion. Yeah. Like surface level of like guy who connects the cells, I could definitely see being a parallel there. But as far as like having to do what Luthen's doing, where you're kind of going from the bottom up, uh, I, I do think X right about it just being a thing where people will follow Thrawn because he is the biggest remaining authority figure around wherever he needs to be. Mm-hmm. That's how it was in Legends too. Yeah. Although most of that was source book stuff, but like most of the Star Wars books at the time were just like, this is the Empire, and then it was yeah. the source books that were like, this is this part of the Empire, and other parts of the Empire worked with them or not. Yeah. That's Kane was Kane was around. He was just he gave Thrawn his ships. Where are all the books about Kane? They don't exist. There's not one. <laughs> But uh, I think that is going to do it for our questions for the day. Any final thoughts today, Justin? No, that'll be it. Uh, next week we'll have, uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk mostly Mando. I probably give her some bad batch thoughts, bad batch thoughts as well. I don't want the show to show discussion to go away. Um, but yeah. And then after that, probably the week, the subsequent week we'll do battles, battle scars, uh, unless it's like a crazy Mando episode where Luke Skywalker comes and, jerks off the Mandalorian or something like that'd be pretty cool. I'd talk about that instead. But uh 
But yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Uh, we will be doing some uh, some gaming tonight over on youtube.com slash E-C-K-S-T-O-O as well as twitch.tv slash Corey Loses. Uh, so check that out if you want. I think we've got some more highlights to look at potentially. I don't know. Uh, Are you still feeling the way you were the other day the other day when you texted me about tonight? Yes. Nice. Let's go. That was yesterday, I think. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. But I thought, uh, I thought it was two days ago. Okay. My bad. All right. Well, hope to see you all in 15 minutes. Other than that, hopefully we'll see you next week. If not that.